0: The Money Show. Ad Feature.
1: With Andy Rice. Andy Rice, borrowing people's ideas. Now, I thought the advertising industry was rife with this sort of stuff. I thought it was perfectly normal and something clearly that you frown upon quite seriously.
0: Hello, Bruce. Um, Well, I think there's a difference between borrowing an idea and borrowing a visual identity or a logo um, or something is absolutely clearly the property of someone else. It's very hard to, to uh, identify the owner of a, of a general idea, but you certainly know if you, uh, see the famous Google logo with its colors, um, uh, that, you know, that's, that's the company Google, part of Alphabet. And, um, what I saw this last week uh, on DSTV was uh, a, a campaign, a television campaign for, Uh, a uh, insurance short-term insurance company or probably long term um for pet insurance which appears to be the category of the month at the moment everywhere i go i see pet insurance categories and this was from a company called one plan and the campaign was about a, a product they have to offer called one pet um, and in order to demonstrate that it was for everybody uh, and every every animal um in the background the, the google logo appears briefly i will admit but it's it's very visible there and it, is, it instantly reminds you exactly why it's so so visible it's because you you know the brand so well and and massive amounts of money have been put into into developing that brand for google and i could be completely up the wrong street because maybe they secured permission from uh, from google to use it but personally i have my doubts and google have a page on their website um, dedicated just to anybody who wants to uh, to use their logo or any of their intellectual property and it just makes the point that um, uh, don't it says don't imitate our logo or our visual identity and the example they give is almost exactly the same as this one taking a different word in this case it says poodle um instead of google and uh but that is absolutely in the mainstream of what you're not allowed to unless you have permission otherwise you'll find yourself um in breach of maybe the copyright act maybe the trademarks act maybe just um damages but uh it it does annoy me because i think there's a shorthand uh, for a whole lot of positive attributes that they have spent all this time uh adding to their brand um and uh, why should someone else take take that and, and and benefit from it? There's a sort of sense that big, really big brands like Google are somehow public property and you can therefore use them at your will. But if I were Google, I'm sure, and they hadn't got permission, this one plan company, then I think that I would be uh, on to them with a bunch of lawyers. Toot sweet.
1: No, absolutely, and it's uh, it's such an interesting observation, Andy. Uh, Nineteen seventy cigarette advertising, in retrospect, is incredibly cheesy. However, it was very effective in its day. So effective that you're not allowed to do uh, cigarette advertising anymore because you know it, it's you know seems to have worked to encourage people to smoke back in those days. How can we learn from the efficacy of that sort of advertising to solve some of our current problems, Andy?
0: Well, the, the, I was sent this ad by by Paul Bannister, and uh, pointing out that it's not 100% the exact ad from uh, from the 1970s and early 80s. Although it is uh, from an audio point of view, because what they've done is they've added to it a little um, rider that says that if you if you can recognise this ad, you should uh, you should have been vaccinated by now. In other words, it's identifying your age and therefore your your availability for vaccination via memories such as the advertising from from the 70s and, and, and 80s, and if you were around then and you recognise this this ad, then clearly you're old enough today to be vaccinated, and by implication you should have done so. But let's hear the ad anyway, because there's a little story I want to tell at the end of it. Please. The next best thing to a Lexington is another Lexington. <laughs> Now, if you like your
1: smoke with flavor, friend, with an honest-to-goodness tobacco blend, the greatest combination yet is you and a Lexington cigarette. Lexington. That's the one. For after-action satisfaction, you just can't beat a Lexington. The best-tasting American blend cigarette. Lexington. That's the one oh andy um i, I i'm like i should roll i had my first vaccination i should roll up my sleeve and go get another one immediately because yes i recognize the adverts i, I feel like it's the 1970s uh, and i'm going to get my the bottoms of my trousers restyled um to to cover my shoes and um, that's how I, i'm feeling this evening uh but what an extraordinary old school advert it's lovely
0: Yeah, and it was mainly about a brand switching more than encouraging people to smoke, although they were quite happy if that was the outcome of of hearing the advertising. Um, But what is quite interesting is the way um those some of those phrases from the ad slipped into the local vernacular so for after action satisfaction i mean that was that became a kind of a uh a meme uh at the time that it was being used in earnest but more more interestingly was um that's the one lexington that's the one because there's some doubt whether the, the the phrase that's the one was ever on the original script and that the original intention was to stop it after the word um lexington but it turns out that uh, and this is how the story goes and i can't can't verify it at this stage so maybe someone's listening who can um the story goes that the recording session with the voiceover artist for this radio spot was long and tedious and there was a very fussy producer there and the voiceover artist was asked to, to record time and time again the whole script and then on take 14 whatever it was he finally feels he's done a really good job and, that, and he adds
1: talking to the producer <laughs> uh, <laughs> i get it sorry i'm i your punchline andy he adds right at the end that's the one
0: yep that's it nice story hey i hope someone can can either um, confirm it's it's truth or or just that it's an urban legend
1: uh, it's a, And it's also, I mean, it's the fake Saul Kersner accent that I like so much. Um, you know, it the, the was very popular in that in that era to sort of create this faux American accent. It was incredibly cool in those days to be that way. And it yeah, came through in the advertising as well. Now, tell me about your hero, if you would.
0: Well, as, uh, marketing directors the world over are doing their absolute best to get Efficiency out of their marketing investment, they're spending huge amounts of money and uh, hoping that it will translate into uh, positive awareness, liking, uh, recall, all the all the things that we measure in, uh, day by day in brand budgeting. Um, so wouldn't they be extremely envious of a brand that has built itself to absolutely huge levels of uh, of recognition? allied to massive support and preference for the brand, if it was in a, in a category where it could compete, um, all for zero marketing investment and all entirely due to brand behavior rather than brand investment. And that is an extraordinary achievement. And it may not even have been the purpose. It's sort of the unintentional strong brand. But it's there and everybody knows it. And it's a gift of the givers. Wonderful brand, whether they see it as a brand or not, it is. And uh, absolutely a worthy hero. There's, there's, uh, you, you know how many people keep saying, well, you know, if only they were more involved in the running of the country, just think how good we'd be. <laughs> there's, there's so much out there in, in favor of a uh, liking of gifts of the givers. So I think they're absolutely a deserved hero.
1: Uh, and it comes down to leadership and it comes down to example and the number of times I've interviewed MTR Suleiman and just thought to myself this guy's too good to be true because I mean you know, if there is a problem M T S Suleiman sent somebody with a spanner and it's sorted out in three days or sent somebody with uh, water deliveries or a drill or whatever it might be. And problems that have been persisting in communities for months, if not years, um, seem to be resolved as almost as if with a magic wand. And we know it's not that. It's just pure sweat capital and skills that these guys have uh, brought on board over many, many years with generous donations from uh, multinationals and from global donor groups and from South Africa very, very proud to actually put money in a place where they believe it will be well utilised.
0: Absolutely, Bruce. And uh, uh, the efficient utilisation of of infrastructure budgets um, is really an ambition that that everybody has. And they're the ones who seem to be fulfilling it and actually saying, uh, we've got the money, we've got the expertise, as you say, we've got the determination, we'll get out and do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Good hero status, Andy. I like your hero very, very much indeed. Um, a couple of zeros for us this evening. Um, I'll uh, t- take both, please.
0: Okay, I'll be as quick as I can. So the first one was um, uh, from from the government. In fact, it's uh, it's a print advertisement, half page in the in the weekend press. Not not inexpensive place to run an ad, um, and I I thought we'd seen the back of these sort of dreary long copy. Um, flanking a mugshot of the minister type ads which didn't seem to me to be doing anything other than uh, puffing up one's uh, ego. But now uh, what the uh, uh, the Department of Water and Sanitation um, has been beating its chest about the latest water entity audit findings. It's all a bit blurry and it's not quite clear. There's no proper sort of it, it was here and now it's here, aren't we clever? And the headline doesn't exactly draw you into the ad water entities get a nod from minister susulu as audit outcomes show marked improvement <gasps> gosh let me read on it's too exciting for words um and of course quarter of the ad is taken up with a mugshot of, of minister susulu so um that just I, I, my cynical brain says. Hang on. There's a fair number of, uh, of water problems in the in the country at the moment. A lot of um, metros and rural areas that are perhaps being uh, serviced less well with water and cut-offs in in the metros. I wonder if that timing has got anything to do with the bad publicity that's in the in the editorial column. So let's put a, some good publicity in the advertising column. But I it's, may not, be it's not it's not
1: useful good publicity. I mean, you know, put an advert in to say we've done the very bare minimum that we should do when it comes to audit outcomes. Yay, we've got nice clean audits. Good thing we didn't need water to wash them clean because we didn't have any, Um, you know, tell us rather where you are doing well in terms of connections and actually supplying people with stuff that they need to survive, rather than bragging about accounting. Uh, And then (laughs) um, I, I thought this was a lovely advert. You detest it. It's a very popular motor car that
0: you who's advertising. You're not a fan of Andy. Gosh, strong language, detest. I don't know about that. I just uh It's what a I do zero. About is
1: it's a the, zero. Of course you do okay, fine. I You're critical of the stance they're taking. How's that?
0: I am, because it looks it looks like lazy global advertising to me. Um, it's for Audi. It's the launch of their S three, a super performance saloon. I'd love to have one. A marvelous car, I'm sure. Um and full page, full colour, weekend press, big budget stuff. And there's a glamour shot of the of the car, um, taking up um, much of the space of the ad. And the total copy that, that you've got there is um, Future is an Attitude. Think about that, what does that mean? Future is an Attitude. That's the sort of subhead. Um, and Progress you can feel is the main headline. So we've got Future is an Attitude, we've got Progress you can feel and nothing else. It's not just progress you can feel, it seems to me like sort of pretentiousness that you can see. I really um, th- wish that Audi had the um, the opportunity to get back to when they were doing some really great advertising, right back to when they had the Quattro, uh, more recently when they've had uh, little kids in Darth Vader costumes uh, being, playing with their dad's Audi. You know, there's, there's been some lovely stuff, shooting up uh, ski slopes uh, against a hill and, and you know, all sorts of it's iconic stuff, and they're quite capable of doing it, I know that, and this just looks like an ad taken out of the bottom drawer of the global advertising catalogue and, uh, and slapped into the newspapers. So I just I think it's disappointing. From some brands, I would say, gosh, that's a marked improvement. But from Audi, with its legacy of great advertising, I think they're not doing a great car justice.
1: But you can't, I mean, there are very few brands that you can associate with a single word. I mean, Nike is just do it. That's three words, but still, very strong brand association. You say to somebody of a certain age, uh, uh, admittedly, and they'll finish your sentence. Durch technik, uh, they will finish the sentence for you. It is a wonderful, global, recognizable, heartwarming, trustworthy um, statement of what they're all about. They will make progress through technology. It's magnificent. Uh, and yet they muck uh,
0: about. Where, where is um, forsprung Dush Technique in this new advertising? It's not there at all. I have a, a suspicion that Future is an Attitude has replaced Forsporn Dush Technique. Uh, I can't uh, step forward. Most disappointing.
1: Andy Rice, thank you very much. Andy Rice with Heroes and Zeros on a Tuesday night.